Hello. Hello. First and foremost, what's everyone wearing? Millie, I'm Ooh. thrilled that you asked. I'm wearing a pair of shorts which cost me about $3 from Target. And they look like sort of old PE shorts you wear when you're a child. Oh, great. Um, sort of pretending to be Adidas, but like not even fully pretending. I'm wearing my Nike trainers, which squeak so much that they're just so infuriating. They're the comfiest <laughs> things ever. But honestly, I couldn't wear them out because they just squeak so much. So I just wear them around the house. Oh, yeah, and a T-shirt. Are you topless? <laughs> and topless, yeah. Um, Jess, yeah. do you want to answer the same question? Uh, I'm wearing a black vest top, which I think is from Marks and Sparks. And I'm wearing a red sort of flowing summery skirt. Oh, lovely. Um, and no shoes, because I'm inside. So I've just huh. got my trotters out. And that's all she wrote. Wow. That's cool, it. Man. No nicks. Mills, what are you wearing? I'm wearing some uh, linen breathable trues mm. and i'm wearing a, a vintage t-shirt with a picture of a, a boat on it i know that t-shirt um, it's like um it's a it's the kind of t-shirt that you would buy on a ferry and it's got a picture of the ferry on it right no 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 this is like a summer camp oh uh, yeah so, yeah okay when i'm wrong i say i'm wrong what's that film from you're quoting dirty, dirty dancing. dancing yeah uh, it's baby's yeah. dad and he says it at the end to yeah. johnny when he realizes that it wasn't johnny who knocked up penny don't Robbie. you think doesn't it really annoy you though because he thinks that passes as an apology and it just yeah. doesn't yeah he never apologized exactly. he says he really when doesn't. i'm wrong i say i'm wrong and then he doesn't say afterwards yeah i'm wrong he yeah exactly goes, he manages to get away with not saying he's wrong or apologizing in any way maybe the most male thing i've ever encountered yeah yeah he says when i'm wrong i say i'm wrong and then there's a pause and then he looks at baby and says you looked wonderful up there and it's like well <laughs> you've you've changed the subject and you've not apologized to either of them especially baby like she's gone through hell in yeah that but film. swayze seems placated by I, I suppose he knows that's as good as it's going to get yeah, maybe it's like the man code of... It's set in the 50s, isn't it? So they're these repressed kind of conservative types. Question. Mm. Ding, 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 ding. Yep. How large is the collection of drinking vessels that I've harvested in my room at this point? Oh, are you talking about um, like cups of tea and stuff that you've not taken out of your room? Yes, yes, I am, yeah. Uh, I actually shudder to think, mate, because I've lived with you for most of my life <laughs> and I know how things can get. So I don't even know what scale we're talking about here. Well, that's why I'm asking. You've got a guess. It's the name of the 12. game. Twelve. Twelve. God, that's 12. a lot, Jess. That's an awful lot. Mm. Okay, so Jess, Jess is going with 12. Emily? Okay, so are we talking just cups for tea or are we talking like wine glasses, shot glasses? I'm saying drinking uh -huh. vessels. So you've got one by your bed for your false teeth, then you've got <laughs> one, um, 12, 12, 12. I think it's less than that. So I'm going to say seven. It's six. Six. So yeah. I sort of win? Yeah, you're closer, so you get the bonus mm -hmm. point. I'd flag that if it is six, it's sort of not that many and therefore it's a pointless question, which is why I went higher because I thought, okay, well, it must be mental then if she's asking the question. Six isn't that bad. I've got four right um, now. Sounds to me like a horrible case of sour grapes, Jess. <laughs> I've, got, I've got four drinking vessels and I've also got two bowls. I don't leave eating things in my room. Like, think about the volume of... of liquid that i'm putting into my body think about the volume of wine that i'm drinking every think about evening the straight from the box <laughs> um i have subscribed to two different wine clubs that send me wine in the post mm. 
Effing hell, um, Jess. Basically, both of them were offering, you know, your first case of wine at uh, a hugely reduced rate. So yeah, I jumped yeah. on the bandwagon. But now I seem to have entered into sort of a subscription with one yeah, of them. Yeah, now that, that's how they hook you. And I'm trying to work out if it kind of works out okay and I'm still sort of getting a good deal and I feel like I'm not. Mm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, um so i'm not quite sure what to do but what i would say for anyone out there who likes a nice bottle of wine the joy of having someone just bring 12 bottles of wine to your doorstep yeah in a way that's what you're paying for yeah in a way that's exactly what you're paying for um that is what you're paying for. it's literally what you're paying for you get what you pay for okay you've just fallen straight into their little web of Let's keep her good and drunk so she doesn't realise that we're taking like £80 a month out of her account, which is in the red. Dwindling account. <laughs> out of the dwindling fund. You're, you're just like account. applying for a PRS, like emergency fund, but also <laughs> never considering like stopping your monthly wine deliveries. Do you know what? Um, my thoughts have been spiralling like one of those coins in a little charity donation thing where you put it in and it goes round and round and round and round that spiral thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And also like the um, water slide in Jarman Park, do you remember? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the bowl that you jump into and it kind of, you, like you, a large funnel. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah there's a centrifugal down. motion that pulls you, pulls you in. <laughs> and it's actually fucking terrifying once you're on it because you can't stop. No, you can't. Whereas on the, on the flumes at Watford uh, Springs, you could stop. I developed a technique where I could <laughs> kind of grind myself to a halt, <laughs> um, much to the chagrin That's of the exactly other. The word I was going to use. Of the other swimmers, because there was a green and a red light system, so that the people at the top knew to send someone down, and I just loved fucking with them, <laughs> just being like, "I'm going to stay in here for as long as I possibly can, and keep just breaking and breaking on the way down." Uh, yep, yeah, tangent. Go on. So my thoughts have been spiraling about my appearance, and huh. I don't know if you guys have been dressing like shit. It doesn't sound like it. This is the second time now that you've caught me in sort of active wear I don't know if you've been wearing makeup I don't know if you've been washing your hair actually I do know if you've been washing your hair and things like that during this like lockdown situation if if you're not doing those things then is it like you were only doing them in the first place for other people I don't know but then the other day I was feeling crap and I thought oh I might just put some slap on to make me feel better so am I saying that I'm not enough without makeup and what does that even mean? And does it even mean that I'm still a feminist? Because I'm not wearing makeup as like an expression of, I'm just going to wear red lipstick, like in the same way that I'd throw a jazzy scarf over this outfit. Jazzy, jazzy scarf. scarf. When would you throw a jazzy scarf? That's You're not, not like a middle-aged woman. <laughs> Are you an adjudicator? <laughs> <laughs> I'll just find the perfect scarf to go with these jazz shoes. And... um <laughs> No, I'm putting... Are you wearing no, jazz, just jazz shoes and leggings? Been, I'm wearing ski pants. And a t-shirt from a musical. But I'm wearing, like, concealer and, like, a bit of makeup and, like, filling in my eyebrows... A bit of mascara and filling in my eyebrows. So I'm literally, like, concealing, hiding, correcting my true self to make it look a little bit closer to society's ideal of what like normal beauty is and that genuinely makes me feel better about myself which then makes me feel terrible about myself well yeah 
So there you go. That's a glimpse but, into but, my but mind. There's... So, sorry, I asked. It's a sort of circular thought process because it ends in kind of what you've said. Yeah. Say that, yes, that is the case and society and the world have prescribed our ideas of female beauty. Mm. Then in a way, you're sort of damned from the start because you've grown up with that. So how do you start to undo that? kind of thinking and undo your visual kind of preference and appreciation mm. of things if you sort of accept it then I would say life's kind of a balance isn't it like for example the thought of having to dress up and I don't mean dress up in like a, a prom dress in a jazzy oh. scarf but, um, <laughs> but you know put an outfit on rather than just wearing jogging bottoms or mm. leggings or even pajamas which I wear mm. most days and putting makeup on I think the idea of of being too too afraid to go out of the house not looking like that because you know god forbid anyone see me without makeup on mm. and that's the thing for a lot of people I think is sad I do and if you're just nipping to the shop I mean like why the fuck do you need to put on like an aspirational look you know just fucking go to the shop in jeans and a t-shirt and mm. flip-flops if you want however on the flip side for example the other day I wasn't going anywhere and I put on jeans that kind of to test if they still fit and they actually did so I was quite pleased um, and I put on makeup and some jewellery and um, the guys in the flat they freaked out they just said you look amazing where are you going I said guys I'm not going anywhere and they they were flummoxed um, they said to me Jess you were absolutely stunning and I said I know I said I know and you know what I forgot but, wow! But I, I, I genuinely felt so much better, and because the jeans were restrictive because they're fucking tight, and they were before lockdown. To be fair, but they're worse now. I found that I kind of got more work done because I was, mm. I think, psychologically in that sort of like I'm a real person again, sort of doing stuff. And whereas when you're in your pajamas, or still in bed, and you're trying to like do stuff on your laptop. Do you know what I mean? It creates this more um, casual, relaxed, lethargic. Well, it does for me anyway. So I think there's yeah, just a balance. I think well. if you're putting yourself in like restrictive clothing every day, you should wear a corset. Imagine how much work you get mm, done then. True, it's true. Or a straight jacket. <laughs> I've been trying to make sure, it sounds like such a simple thing, doesn't it? But make sure I like actually get dressed. Yeah, and, and yeah. don't wear just kind of shit every day because it does make me feel better. And remember that I actually like clothes and I like... And you trick yourself into thinking that you, maybe you're going somewhere to do something. Yeah. Even though you know you're not. Yeah. But I've ended up, I think because I'm lazy, I've kind of found a loophole in my head, which is like wearing really loose, like billowy, all-in-one things, which like I could go out to the shop in them, but they have the feel of being in pyjamas. And it's kind mm. of like in... um. You know The Simpsons when Homer tries to gain loads of weight because he wants to get disability benefits for being obese <laughs> and he has to wear that I know the dress. Like dress thing. <laughs> Flowery thing, yeah. <laughs> That's basically what I've been doing, just waltzing around my house wearing things that make me forget that I'm gaining weight. <laughs> Is that the episode where Dr Nick shows him like a pyramid of food that he should be eating? <laughs> yeah. And, says, and he like, says if you put it on paper and it doesn't leave a greasy mark then you shouldn't be eating it, like you should only be eating like, fried. <laughs> no, he, he rubs a chicken drumstick on a piece of paper and it goes see-through and he's like, that's how you know. <laughs> <laughs> and isn't that the same one where he says he got his um, certificate of medical training from the... <laughs> 
LA upstairs medical center or something. <laughs> Hollywood upstairs medical center. <laughs> Um, um, yeah, I think it's I think it's a difficult one because sometimes I think you look at old photos or footage of people in the olden days, and you know even in the more recent olden days, like in the sixties and stuff. More recent, and people were dressed, days. and people are wearing. You know, men are still wearing bowler hats going to work. It was not that long ago that people really were dressed formally and not corsets necessarily, but high waisted kind of quite restrictive clothing that women were wearing and. Everyone kind of had their hair and sort of set and there was a properness to it. Yeah. And I must say, sometimes I look around now and I look at people and I just think, you all look like fucking shit. Yeah, totally. Like you've taken the indoors outdoors and sometimes you think, isn't there something to be said for sort of respecting other people and, and having a, a, an outdoor Ooh. persona rather than kind of going outside in your pyjamas, essentially. Mm. But at the same time, it's like... Of course, there is a reaction to that restrictive kind of like um, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, like uniform. Uh, uniform uh, to, of people wearing suddenly baggy jeans and big mm. T-shirts and like all the different styles that have come through in like athleisure. Um, and of course, there was a reaction to that because it's like, fuck this shit. It's not comfortable. And what if I want to like move? And I think everyone likes to get dressed up every now and then. You know, and you try out different makeup styles, but you're not going out. You're oh, just like, in yeah. your room. And I've sort of been doing that because it's like, well, I might put on some really dodgy makeup, but no one's going to see it. And it's really nice. It's quite fun. I want to try and con- do contour makeup. God, do you? Well, I've never done it. I wouldn't um, mind trying that for just for fun to be like Kardashian me up. Yeah. And to see like... Would I look good or I mean, or would he, I look like a lot of other people perhaps and not really look like me anymore or will I just look fine and it's just nothing? The problem is with that stuff is that that sort of makeup is developed for photographs, right? So people can have their photo taken and they look like, oh, wow, stunning. But people then are just walking around like that. Like, it's terrifying. It can be quite alarming when you see someone walking around who looks like yeah. they're in the musical Cats. Or the musical Starlight Express. Um, or just so yeah. any West End play. <laughs> yeah. But, I, again, though, it sort of gets to the point, I always end up at the same point, where it's like, just yeah. let people do what live they want. Live. Just fuck it. Doesn't matter. Let them eat Live and let live. And as that song goes, If everybody looked the same we get tired of looking at each other. I heard you say the word balance quite a lot. And can I just share with you that every time I hear someone say, someone say the word balance, it reminds me that Harry, when I was going out with him, I remember his parents telling me that he used to have an imaginary friend <laughs> called Mr. Ballant. <laughs> And it just stuck with me because I just thought that is the shittest name <laughs> for an imaginary friend. Like, what was he, an accountant or something? Uh, <laughs> are you saying he was called Mr. Ballant or Balance? Ballant. But every time I hear Balance, I think Ballant. And I kind of mutter it to myself and make a joke with myself and know that um, no one else will get it. Oh. Jess, didn't, didn't you have an imaginary friend called Trevor? Yeah, he was a little elephant and he was, I think... Based on my, I guess, like lack of imagination, he was basically like Barbar the elephant. Did he wear a suit? But yeah, he wore like a blue blazer, and he was a little elephant. Yeah, he'd rock I up. I thought he was a mechanic. Shop. <laughs> no. 
I'll tell you something well, weird. You I had an imaginary friend um, whose name I can't remember anymore, so it obviously was quite short-lived. But my memory of the whole ordeal was that mum and dad didn't believe me. And I said that I had this imaginary <laughs> friend and they were like, no, you don't. And I don't know what I don't know what their problem was or why they felt you were doing it for attention, not because it was truly something that you saw. Which is so weird. Imagine creating mm. an imaginary friend for attention, and also, so what if your kid is like, "I've got an imaginary friend," and you, as the parent, is like, "I don't think you really." Yeah, have. like of course you have, dear. Um, I think you're just kind of messing around, but just like let them mess around. Thought it was cruel. Well, it was real um, tough love, that, wasn't it? We did watch a lot of Drop Dead Fred, to be fair. So it yeah. could have been fabricated. I don't know if I believe you. I thought you did, Em. Wasn't it a, a woman and she was called, yeah. like, Nina or something? What? Or, like, something, Nisha yeah. something. Or... I think I remember you harping on about it. I probably copied you <laughs> yeah. and was like, I think I'm going to get one too. Well, I'd highly recommend it. Great. I too. Um, my daughter has just come back from the supermarket. You're sending her out already? Yeah. Go and get me some ciggies, love. Yeah. Here's, here's a 20 quid. Get me um, get me what you can with that. Um, Millie, you just, uh, Emily just rudely interrupted you when you were saying that you had two imaginary friends and I remember them very well. Yeah, big mm. Takis and little Takis. Yeah. Uh, all I really remember about them was that the big one was little and the little one was big. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Also Takis. The fuck? Yeah. Latin or something, perhaps. I've been so fucking unproductive today. It's just, I'm bored. Everything is making me fucking bored. I'm trying to do things that will stimulate me. There's like a list of things that I need to do. And instead of doing them, what I've done is collected up all the seashells that I've found around my room (gasps) and sewn them together. That sounds great. You're doing it right. You're living your life. Sewn them together. Well, they had holes in them, so I sewed them together. But what? honestly, when this is over, you're going to come into my room and it's going to be fucking insane. I'm going to have painted like a mural on one of the walls and there'll be like loads of shredded material hanging from the ceilings. And Millie, I think you're doing it right. I really do. What is the point of keeping yourself on a tight leash and like, like, doing, like this is the time to do weird shit. Paint a mural with your own blood... Like, collect all the glasses in the flat into your room, sew everything together, make yourself a huge, like, spider's web and start sleeping in it and just, like, do something Oh, my God, yes. Like, this is... Stop washing your hair, which you've done. Mm, Yeah, I've stopped washing my hair. Um, I haven't installed my sex swing yet, but that'll be up and running by the time this is all over, so... I've installed like a stripper's pole in my room. <laughs> Great. Yeah, yeah. Well, a fireman's pole. That's what I told them. Fireman's pole. Um, I've had a I've had a similar thing. I'm so bored, but the energy and the the motivation that was that I was still kind of riding on at the beginning of this has completely gone. Yeah. Same. So I and like to do with work, but also to do with just you know personal life and things I'd I was like reading and I started drawing and I was still had had work things to do and now everything's gone quiet and I really have lost that energy and I kind of I think it was one of you guys I was talking to and one of you was saying I think it was you Mills about just why don't you just embrace it and like okay well what would you do if you were told well you got the day off tomorrow Mm. like 
and it's raining and you can't go out or oh, just slob around in bed mm. i don't have a kid i don't have anyone to look after apart from myself There's so i'm no in a different position in life. <laughs> <laughs> i'm completely alone and fabulous <laughs> so um i i started sort of embracing and, and sort of wallowing in the fact that i can watch lots and lots of telly which is you both yeah. know is my <clears throat> favorite thing to do in the whole yeah. world yeah i do love um, that and I can continually eat toast, which is my favourite food in the whole world, and drink mm. teas and coffees. Um, and I've got some kittens who provide lots of joy. And I was kind of like, this is actually kind of my dream and sort mm. of great. <laughs> because I don't, I don't, exactly what you said, Em, I don't want it to end and look mm. back and be like, mm. why didn't I chill the fuck out while I could? Why was I, like, making a schedule every day that I must stick to? But it's mm. also the thing of you see other people doing loads of things and then you feel bad about how you're spending your isolation time. But I, honestly, playing a bit of guitar and playing music is making me feel a lot, lot better. Listen, I've, I've got to go and feed the baby. And so I will just leave you with this, which is that I have a baby and I do not have the luxury of being bored anymore. I get up at quarter to six every morning and then somehow make it through the day. <laughs> Oh, wow. Hashtag living the dream. Thank you. But I will say that, yeah, I, it means I don't have the same kind of slumps of like, I have different slumps where it's mm. just like, holy shit, yeah. I can't do this. I need a break. Like someone, please, a grandparent mm. or a neighbour or someone just come and hold her for a minute while I go and do something or... I don't know. Is that? But or, I think I think being mm. being responsible for someone else, um, although it's not necessarily easy, um, does just give you give you that. Yeah, purpose. yeah, it totally does. It it totally does. Like I have to get up. I have to do whatever. So it's finally humbled you. You know. <laughs> Actually, it hasn't Mills? It really hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, you guys do nothing and do everything and just like enjoy this as much as you can because I'm living vicariously through you. Um, do you want me to leave oh. you with a film quote? Uh, I've got a couple actually that have been oh, yes, kind of going through my head today. Oh yeah. Um, number one is an easy one. I told the elephants to forget it but they can't. Oh is it Zazu in uh, Lion King? Very good. Yes. Um, and another one, which I sent as a voice message to both of you a couple of times, um, based on your recent conversation about the man in the iron mask. And I don't think either of you commented on it, which was, I love you both. <laughs> oh, it's the mum. Yeah, the queen. Yes. Yeah. King, king, I keep saying King Louis, Louis the 14th, whoever queen his mum. Yeah. Why? Queen Louis. Why? I just love that. The, the quotes that we pull from things mm, yeah. are so, like, unremarkable. It, it's not like the tagline or something. Mm. It's just, like, undiscernible from just words that anyone would say in anything. Yeah. And yet we all know. Yeah. Same brain. Um, baby, you can't just go around accusing people. No. Baby, you can't just go around accusing innocent people. There we go. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> But didn't you say you saw them at the sh something was taken at the Sheldrake? I saw them at the Sheldrake. That's really, really good. And your knowledge of Dirty Dancing and its its script is absolutely amazing. Can you do um can you do the bit at the end where they're doing 
join hearts and voices, the voices, hearts and hands. And then the, the guy, the owner comes out and goes, and da, 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 da. So <laughs> let's join in just one last chorus. Visitors, staff and guests. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So good. I'm going to go. I love you guys. What's it? Join hearts Sylvia and hands and, and voices, voices, hearts <laughs> and hands at Kellerman's. They got sheep music on this stuff. Okay, love you. Bye. Love you. Bye.